We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Roto Grinders today. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed, Blender HD. If you want to follow me on Twitter, and it's Tuesday, January 2nd, and we'll be taking a look at the 13 game NHL slate today. So I know it's a kind of a slow Tuesday. Get your entries in in the lobby. I'm assuming Tim, we, uh, Tim's here, right? T- Tasteful Tides, Tim Buell, hockey extraordinaire, part of our. Uh, Roto Grinders Discord. Obviously, he'll be doing some NBA stuff. He'll be doing tons of stuff. But uh, with it being Tuesday, not much is going on. One would expect that the the contest on the in the DraftKings lobby, because they don't do a very good job of sizing them. I'm right. gonna I'm gonna suspect that some of these DPPs maybe maybe filled good four or five hours before lock. I completely agree. I got into everything I wanted to play last night just so I didn't have any issues today. Right. They're running a $20 large field one, 20K to first. There's still the poke check, the $5 large GPP. I play primarily the 222, the 88, and the the $40 one, the the, the 5K to like they're smaller fields, right? Obviously, the 222 and the 88 are like 100 or less. And uh, the $40 one is like 500 or 600 entries. But the large yep. field stuff is like 5,000 entries. And there's there's definitely a difference, Tim, of how you would construct different size fields. I'm not yep. really as concerned about, you know, on a 13-game slate, there's 26 teams to choose from. Some weird thing may win the large field contest. But in the small right. field stuff, like, you know, if somehow, you know, Arizona puts up six goals, you may not need them in the small. I mean, like you may just, you may not need, it may not matter. Like these, some of these players may be so let low owned that you don't need them in small field. But so that's why I focus on the teams. It's Tim, it's not that complicated of a game. Focus right. on the teams that are projected to score a lot of goals. And then, Try to get as much value as you can in combination with them. Correlate your lineups and hope for the best. 
That's right. What are the what are the top targets overall on this slate that we should really be looking at? Because it's 13 games, a lot of a lot of choices. But I think there there's are, maybe yeah. maybe three or four clearer spots on the slate. Yeah. Which one would those be? Um, so I think I think Dallas would be one team. Uh they have, I think, the highest implied team total at 3.99. Um, going up against uh Montreal uh in Dallas, that would be a top target. Um, I think Boston is going to be very, very popular. Um Nashville, I think, is going to be very popular as well. Um, and then you have Detroit going to, up against San Jose, uh, late night hammer. Um, and then call and then Colorado, I think, will be kind of popular, but they're pretty expensive, but they're in a great spot. And then we have to talk about Minnesota too. Okay. And I think we also have to talk about Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of really good spots in this slate. Right. So let's for let's first talk about about Dallas. I'm going to bring up uh, you know obviously we have all of our projections here in lineup HQ. I mean they they've been updated they, they you know they get updated like immediately. We found out you know Brian Russ is going to be back for the Penguins. You know Dane is in there updating all of that. We have you know I always like the starting lineups page. I mean it's free. I mean you don't even you don't even you know need a a roto grinder sub for this and it just shows you all the lines especially when you're correlating. And you're kind right. of like looking for, you know, what's good value combined together. But let's take a look at Dallas. I'm not sure how – I don't think Dallas is going to be the chalk on this. No, slate. not – maybe not the chalkiest, but I, I think they will garner some ownership. Ownership's going to be right. pretty spread out today because the, right. the, the slate's so big. Right. But, I mean, to me, I view this slate as there are certain lines and certain players that are of good value. Like – Yeah. Com- like – it depends on, like you said, Colorado. It's like Colorado isn't a value stack. Like Correct. it's not like right. And then there we have we have other teams like Pittsburgh, where it may not be the highest projection, but may have the best value point for dollar type of or, thing. Or, we'll or, Minnesota. or or Minnesota, yeah. Right, right, right. Right. So let's look at Dallas first. Uh the thing that always annoys me about Dallas is that it it feels, at least for me. It feels like they play. I mean, obviously, line one plays more than line two and right. three, but yep. I think it's a little bit closer in minutes. Like you take a look at the first line of Hints, Robertson, and Pavelski. Obviously, yep. Ben joins the power play one. Eskinen joins power play one. Uh, but a lot of times, the value is actually in line two with Segwin, yep. Marchment, and Duchesne. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that like the lines, like line one, will play like twenty-two minutes. And line two will play like 19 minutes. And line yeah. three will play like 16, 17 minutes. So when you when you target Dallas, it's not like I, I don't view them as like spread out as Carolina. Right. But I think that because even though Dallas may have the highest implied team total, the value kind of gets spread out. You could play a lot yeah. of guys on the team. And I think people also try to avoid situations like that because it's like do i really want to pay up 6900 for for robertson and then just see like line two get three goals and you're sitting there i I think i think they are val uh good play for mme though maybe not single entry but they have to be part of your portfolio if you're mmeing tonight 
So which would, be, which would be the three, the three to four man that you would go if you had to choose the three or four? I like to, you know, I like always pairing a defender. Like yeah. you know, like I try to look for that that type of thing. Like I, me, I would go, I would go PP one. You could afford it. You can go the mm-hmm. full PP one, yeah. or or just go Hiskinen, Robertson, Pavelski, and Hintz, and leave off Ben. You know, you can't well, afford ben to do that. Ben could provide you some value. I mean, yeah, yeah. I almost feel like I'd rather I'd rather just do Hintz, Robertson, Ben, Heskinen. Yeah, and find something else. I mean, if you just look at like point per dollar wise. Yeah, no, I mean you could definitely you can easily go full PP one. That's why I kind of like them because they're so affordable. You know, you can go the full you can go the full power play. I agree with you though that they don't play top minutes. So um, you know, you are right how you analyze that. They uh, do they do spread out their ice time. Right. Yeah. Other teams that we mentioned on the slate, the, the top targets, uh Detroit. Obviously, once I see San Jose. Right on the on the on the schedule, same, same Montreal to some extent also, right? San Jose, you go okay. Who's playing San Jose? Detroit's <laughs> not like a great team, but no. how would you play Detroit? Because this is, I'm not a big fan. Like these are these weird situations where like line two technically is the better line. They tend to spread it out. Now I know line three and four. They don't get as much ice time or anything like that. I wouldn't like line two, I wouldn't, all uh, three guys are on the power play. I'm not a right. big fan of paying up 7,100 for Debrincat. Like, and J, JT Comfort is like, I don't know. I mean, he's there. Right. Like, and like they, they have like a, a third line defender playing on the power play with Gusta Barriere or whatever his name is. Yeah. Like, I don't see many people playing Detroit today just because like the combinations like larkin at 7700 seems kind of pricey he it is pricey i do like goss despair though he's only 4200 pp1 um i like goss despair quite a bit i like kane quite a bit so you could take like pieces here and there um maybe not maybe break up your stacks a little bit um maybe not do a full line stack but i think you should have exposure um against san jose I, I think Goss Despair, even though I'm not a big fan of his, is too cheap in this matchup. Because yeah, I'm looking, I'm like, how would I piece this together? Because it feels like it to me, it feels like I would. Well, you, you could go. I'd be you more could likely go to like Kane is a one-off, right? Like I feel yeah. like Kane is a one-off. Is it seems cool to me? Or or just do a Goss Despair Kane two-man. Get so get a little bit of exposure to that power play, and and it's relatively cheap too. Okay, well, well, we'll see what comes up in the The in other the, thing that I think we have to talk view. about, I don't think Detroit's going to be that popular because they're not projecting that well. So No, they're not. Well, that's the point right. I'm making, Tim. That's right. the point. So, I mean, yeah, so, I mean, it's like, yes, they're not projecting well, so that might be a reason to get over the field on them, you know, even though they're not stacks that we'd necessarily want to play um, because it's such a good matchup. Talking about good matchups, Boston. Yeah, Columbus. that's that's my that's my favorite. I mean, if you're going to pay up for anyone, if you had a choice, would you play McKinnon or Pasternak today? Um, it's really really close. I think it's Pasternak, but I mean it's it's really close. I like the match. I like well, I like both the matchups really, but I really like Boston against Columbus. 
Now, how would you Columbus, play Boston? Columbus is, yeah, Boston is just, um, I mean, I would just stack that first line, really. I mean, there's no no reason to get cute. You could go to line two also, I suppose. Um, but uh, line one, Gigi, Zaka, Pasternak, like I absolutely love that stack. I think you play, I think McAvoy at 5,900, I mean, his price has actually come a little bit down. Yeah. I don't necessarily think people are going to pay up for McAvoy. I think people will try to like get the value in like Lindholm on power play too. Like I don't mind truthfully on the, on the, if you needed value, let's say you were playing Colorado, like let's say right. you're playing a McKinnon Rantanen type of lineup. Like yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to playing like a, a, a Lindholm DeBrusque, like, like I think Marshand is the one that goes the least owned out of like, because Yes, he's on power play one, but he's 6,600. I think more people will be willing to play. Like, I don't mind playing like line two, like like playing yeah. Pasternak, almost playing a combo of like power play one and line two with Lindholm. Right. So you're trying to get like the DeBrusque, kind of DeBrusque and Lindholm in the power play two. And then you play Marchand, who's also in combination with DeBrusque on his line two. And then you play Geeky and Pasternak, like something, some type of, it's not like the full lot. They, all of them don't play together, but Boston mm-hmm. can easily score four, four or five goals today. And, you know, some of these prices, DeBrusque at 3,700. I mean, what does he really have to do to get there? If he gets a point, he's, he's, he's there. Geeky, right. if he gets a point, I he's did, there. I, I, I love Geeky. I love Geeky Pasternak today. Geeky at 4K is absurd. Just, just you play him. The, uh... Here's a question. Here's a question with Pasternak. Mm-hmm. Pasternak's probably going to be chalky. I mean, some of these guys are going to be chalky. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to be super chalky because there's so many guys to pay up for today, and there's so many different ways you can play this slate. Would even play, even in like play... the two. Oh, well, the question I'm asking is that: Would you be more inclined to play Pasternak as a one-off or McKinnon as a one-off? Um, probably McKinnon, but it's, it's close. Those guys are so close, Well, the, but, the, but, the, McKin- but, but McKinnon's line mates are so expensive, you right, know, well, whereas the, the, Pasternak's aren't. So, well, but that's Pasternak- the point, but that's kind of the point that I'm making, Tim, from, from a, from a combinatorial, like leverage perspective of that. Obviously yeah. these players are correlated to each other. So Pasternak does well. Most likely, he's taking other pieces with him from Boston. Being that Boston, like, I think there are going to be more lineups that have Pasternak plus multiple Bruins than McKinnon having multiple Avalanche. So, like, that makes me much more comfortable playing McKinnon as a one-off because if, let's say, Ranton has 27 and, and McCarr has 30, I mean, like, and McKinnon has 40, it's like, not many people are playing like the, the ownership on like the full Colorado line is just so expensive that more people are going to be playing one-offs of that. While if Pasternak, let's say Pasternak gets five points today. Right. Like if you're playing other people in your lineup that are four and five K it's like, it's almost pointless because probably geeky Zaka and Marshand Mac of all, all these other guys, it's going to be if Pasternak has five, if three goals and two assists or something. Like it's hard to see these four or five K guys not scoring enough points that you'd rather have them in your lineup than what other 
you know, if you're playing some other team in your lineup as well. So to me, like if I had a choice between the two, I'm not saying you can't play Pasternak as a one-off, but given the choice, I think I prefer McKinnon as a one-off than playing Pasternak on his own, at least right. in GPP. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. Let's scroll down a bit. You talked about Minnesota. Minnesota doesn't have the highest implied team total. No. But from a value perspective, their power play one, especially with Kaprizov gone. Now, obviously, it's going to be worse. Like, Tim, can you can you can you talk a little bit about like, yeah, oh, one of their star players is out. So it's thrusting people that are obviously cheaper in price into new roles. Right. How much of an effect does that have just like on the team? I know they're facing Calgary, so it's not like it's not a tough matchup or anything. It's but definitely like, going to hurt them. It definitely hurts them, but not like a huge amount. Um, it's not like basketball, though, where like all of a sudden you have these like auto lock values, right? So guys like Hartman are not like auto values. Guys like Johansson is not like an auto value. But I mean, they are in a really good spot and they are cheap. So it is still a good play. And you said before the show, you think that the best play, lock play of the slate is Spurgeon at 43. Yeah, that, definitely. Yeah. I think if I play Minnesota, the value way to play Minnesota, you can play power play one, but you play it with Boldy, Rossi, Hartman, and Spurge. Mm-hmm. And in that type of lineup, I mean, you could kind of do whatever the hell you want in the rest of your lineup. Right. I mean, I, 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 I would throw in, like to me, I would throw in like uh, Eck into some of those as well. But I think mm-hmm. I would prioritize. I think on on this team, I would prioritize Spurgeon one. Right. Like, would you agree with me? Spurgeon one, Hartman two, Rossi three, Baldy four, Erickson at five. I'd go Rossi two, Baldy three. That's what I would do. So you're not big into Hartman? I'm not super big into Hartman, no. A, I would prefer getting a nice projection. He's a he's a double digit projection at forty six hundred. I got I got to pay attention to that. What what's Rossi's projection? Eight point nine eight. I mean, he's two points, two and a half points lower okay. than Hartman. Of course, he's wow. six hundred cheaper. Okay, I didn't notice Hartman's projection. That's that's huge. Right. Well, that's why I said I was like I I would rank Hartman too. Yeah. 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 I'm no, surprised. I'm in, I'm yeah, in, that's, I'm that's in today, but I could see Tim. There's a world where there may be a lot more some of these guys as like one-offs in other people's lineups. I don't mm-hmm. think Minnesota goes like, like, oh well, they have a lower implied team total or whatever. I just you can't really ignore the value against Calgary, who I believe you could tell me. I believe they give up a ton of shots. Um, I don't think they give up a ton of shots. They take a ton of shots. Um, but yeah, they, um, I don't know if they give up a ton of shots, but I mean, it's still, it's still a good spot for the prices, right? You know, it's still a good, it's good spot considering how cheap Minnesota is. People in chat are saying that we're nuts, that Hartman shouldn't be projected that high. Well, I just, I disagree. Our projections are amazing. So if that's how he's projected, then that's that's great. I just didn't notice it. Okay, let's scroll down a bit. Other teams that we mentioned previously. Let's talk about Pittsburgh. 
Okay. Yep. I mean, we'll talk about yep. Nashville also, but let's talk about Pittsburgh. I have uh, to talk about Raquel, Raquel, uh, Ricard Raquel, who keeps busting every day as chalk. Right. So tell me, I haven't been playing NHL the past week, so yeah, I he have keeps not been being, he's super him. cheap. He's been super cheap. He, he's not doing that well. He's been very, very highly owned, um, but he's still in a good spot and he's still too cheap. So great spot, power play one, line one. So yeah, uh, he's in a really good spot. And if you and if you're not in our Discord, you should be. Rotogrinders.com slash Discord. It's actually free, so you could join it. And Dane and Tim and Taylor are there. Any relevant news, any morning skate info, any coach talk, any they post literally everything. You do not need Twitter. You do not need news alerts or nothing. Like just go into the Discord. They have everything. We just got word before the show. Brian Rust is back, so it's not updated on the starting lineups page. And based on the morning skate, Russ was skating with the second line. So, and the power play one line is still going to have Raquel on it. So, yeah. like, I'm a, it's going to be Malkin Smith and Russ. So basically, O'Connor is going to be is going to be pushed down. Yeah. Uh, does that? I mean, does that necessarily change anything? I don't necessarily. Not, not really. Mean that I want to play Rust or anything, but I, I think mean, Malkin's too cheap. At 63. So how if you were to play Pittsburgh, how would you play Pittsburgh as a four man? Uh I would just do power play one without Crosby. Oh, so you prefer Malkin to Crosby? Yeah, I do. So you do something like Malkin, Geltzel, Raquel, and Carlson? Yeah. As a four man, if you were gonna play a four man. If you were to do a four man, yeah. Okay. Do you think how how popular do you think Pittsburgh is being? And, and also, do you think people are are less likely to click on Raquel, even though he's going to project? If you're using projections, he's he's naturally going to project pretty well for 4K. Is this going to be an? Is this going to be a slate where Raquel is 25 percent owned as a one off? Or no, no, people no, are just no like, not I'm that done high. With him and they're not going to click him. He won't be that high. He won't be that high. Not not on this big of a slate with so many other good values. Okay, Nashville. To me, I think Nashville is easy. My dummy lineup that I built. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, O'Reilly, Forsberg, Nyquist. Like, what's like it? To me, Nashville tends to be straightforward, especially now that they've kind of moved stuff around with Evangelista and Novak. It just like. Can you play Sissons as part of a power play one type of like four man? I just like, I mean, like Nashville kind of you, just straightforward. It's like, just play line one. And if you want to pay up for Josie, pay up for Josie. Yeah. If you don't have money, don't, then he can't. And I don't That's mind what I would playing do. Ryan McDonough on the first. And it, I mean, I don't think he has that much upside, but if Nashville scores a bunch of goals, he could still get a point or two assist wise. Right. I mean, am I am I am I underthinking this? It just seems kind of obvious. Like, just gonna no, I think you're right. Ali Forsberg, and you're done, and you're good. I think you're spot on. Just play line one with Yossi. Don't don't worry about Sissions either on the slate. I don't think too big of a slate to to be, get cute with him. Too too many out good values, the, really. Right, but out of all these these Nashville players. To me, I wouldn't play a four. I wouldn't play any line combination without Forsberg. 
Yeah, and I also I, where the neutral gets there and Forsberg sitting there with nothing. Probably not. I could say that about Yossi though too. He's only sixty nine hundred. That's dirt cheap for him. And I think the value you get with Nyquist and O'Reilly, I think you could. I mean, I fit it. I mean, dude, I. It's literally sitting in my dummy lineup. Then you know Nashville power play one. They're so easy to play. But then again, so many teams are today. Very soft pricing today, other than Colorado, I think. Right. I think I think my dummy lineup is Nashville one with Minnesota power play one. And that's doable. Right. Another team you wanted to talk about. Their team total is good, right? They project okay, but not mm-hmm. great for their prices. And that's Vancouver against Ottawa. Yeah, I just love picking on Ottawa. They can't stop anyone on the power play, or and they struggle on five-on-five. Five. Uh, they're going to be a forgotten team today. So I really love Vancouver and larger field GVPs. Uh, they correlate very well. Um, so I, I just think that a lot of people aren't going to get to them today. Um, I, I love them. They're one of my favorite GPP plays. So like Are you, Pedersen, really willing, to pay, are you willing to pay 7K for Hughes? Maybe not Hughes, but definitely that line, like, you know, like Miller, um, uh, Besser, um, Pedersen. But, I mean, I think you could play Hughes because I love this power play. I love picking on um, Ottawa's uh, penalty kill. So, I think and you so could. How would, really... you, how would you play? Because, I mean, personally, I prefer Peterson over Miller and Bolger. But, I mean, seven. K, I, it's one of these things where I look at the pricing and I go, they're a little. They're overpriced for their mean, right? But their ceiling is immense. That right. Like if you if you were to play something like like Miller, Peterson, Bozer, you know, it, something. Something I mean, is there a cheap piece here or some? Kuzmen, you throw in a Kuzmenko or something. Yeah, for Kuzmenko. salary relief, right? Yeah. You play like he's four on, of these. He's guys, on PP. He's on he's on PP one too. Right. I, I want this first power play quite a bit. I, I think, think is you're, like, you're not going to be able to play Vancouver with Colorado. You're not going to like no. the, the problem with Vancouver is just like you're going to have to find they have to be your expensive stack, and you better hope right. that Vancouver scores a bunch of goals. Right. But I mean, you're going to need a ton of goals to win tonight. Bottom line, I mean, I don't, I know right. that's not rocket science, but like you're going to need a ton tonight to win. You better hope your line goes off big time to have a chance tonight. Is there anyone else on the board? I mean, because like we we talked Detroit, Boston. These are the bigger favorites, right? Minnesota has some value. They're still a favorite. Uh, we got we got Dallas. Obviously, we. I mean, to, I mean the way that I the way that I play, like I may. I may not veer away from much of what we just talked about and just plug in random one-offs here and there from maybe some other teams, but right. Another favorite here. And we, Oh, uh, we should talk it. about, we should talk about Edmonton real quick. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl, yeah, you took, yeah. You took the Leon words out of Dr- my mouth, Tim. Yeah. Leon Dreisaitl is still way too cheap at 7,400. I mean, he is like, he should always be over 8k. So he could be a contrarian one-off tonight, big time. Well, I mean, how many people are playing Connor McDavid tonight with 
right. McKinnon and Pasternak being owned. Right. The problem is you play McDavid and Dreisaitl to de- together. You're going to have to go in. You're going to have to go look inside the cushions of your couch to find salary for the rest of your lineup. Right. I don't mind Drisaitl as a one-off. In fact, I prefer using him as a one-off because just like he correlates with power play one, but out on even strength, like his line mates are never projected well. No. That I ever want to play McLeod or Fogley or any of these other guys. Right. I, I love dry settles a one-off today. Dane I in mean, the chat you, says you can Hughes always play always... McDavid too. Dane says Hughes is always a better GPP play than the projection show. His floor yeah. is not there compared to other defensemen because he doesn't block shots, but the upside is there. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's one of those things that remember, whenever you're looking at at the lineup HQ, you're looking at the projections. These are mean projections. Right. Right. So I mean, this is the average. So like the range of out, the standard deviations of some of these players are much different than one another. Right. That's why I yeah. said like yeah, someone like JT Comfer, I go, yeah, here's <laughs> someone that can get me a zero. I mean, like this is yep. like, or he, or right. he could have three points and he could have 27, 27 fantasy points. But a lot of times he's going to give you a literal, literal zero. You go, was he even on the ice? like oh yeah he was on the ice for 19 minutes and still provided zero fantasy points right right yeah that's much different than some of these other guys and then then you have the opposite type right you have like someone that that the guys that like like matt roy it's like yeah great he'll he'll like he gives me like nice six or seven points yeah right a block some shots he may have one shot on goal maybe you'll luck into an assist it's very hard to see matt roy get like 20 points or anything i mean like it's one it's like oh his mean projection seems pretty good for his price, but he's never really going to win you. A, he's not, he's not going to, he's rarely going to get a lot of points. He's just right. not going to get a zero. Right. So anything else on the, sl- on, on the slate that we should, we should look out for. Cause I mean, I, I think we covered the, the core stuff that. Yeah. We I covered mean, all the teams that I wanted to cover. Um. Yeah. I mean, who's playing? T- I mean, Tampa Bay doesn't project well at all. No, Toronto, but I mean, they, they always have upside. Right. Like who's playing like, like Austin Matthew. I mean, we take a look at like the high end of the projections. Yeah. I mean, this is a huge slate. So is it the type? See, the thing is, Tim, in the smaller field stuff, the difference in projection between Pasternak and Kucherov is four points mean. Right. Yeah. The difference between Pasternak and McKinnon to Austin Matthews is about four points mean Connor yeah. McDavid four almost four points Rantanen almost four points Nylander even worse Nylander's like seven points lower mean now one would say and I'm obviously the game theory guy people look at me and go I'm the contrarian I'm the crazy person that's like well if Pasternak's gonna be chalky if McKinnon's gonna be chalky why don't you just play? Why don't you play Austin Matthews? Or why don't you play Kucherov? Or why do you play Nylander? Or go down to Panarin or Sidney Crosby or whatever the hell down here? I don't yeah. think people realize that the chalk on a 13 game slate versus like a three game slate right. is not as chalk. It, NHL's a weird. If this was soccer, Tim, it would be a different story. Yeah. Soccer, much more efficient. In NHL, 
Like I wouldn't be shocked if Pasternak was in the in the in the forty dollar GPP. Right. I wouldn't be shocked if uh, Pasternak was twenty three percent owned. Mm-hmm. And it's like uh, people would look at that and go, "That's he's one of the higher owned players on the slate." It's like, yeah, yeah but Austin I think, Matthews. Is I don't like think he's going to be that high owned though. What's right, that? right. That's what I'm saying. It's not like yeah. 40, 50, 60. Right. It's not. It's like maybe he, maybe based on these projections, McKinnon and Pasternak probably in those type of contests because they're smaller field. Maybe they should be 32 to 35 percent owned. Right. Maybe they should. Like, that pl- should be I'm, their efficient ownership. I'm playing the 400 tonight. And I don't think any of these guys are going to be over 20 percent. Any of these high end guys. Right. But the thing but the thing that I'm saying, Tim, is that. Playing Kucherov or Matthews at five percent, it's like, well, the five and twenty is a big dip. Like, but it's a four point mean change, right? Like, and you don't have to beat as many opponents, right? Yeah. It's not like playing the five thousand person contest GPP. It's like you're not getting as much leverage as you think because right. the ownership isn't as high as it should be anyway. Now I can't speak for this specific slate because you always get outliers, right? But. You take a look at the lineups that I play in NHL, and I have been doing well. This is my first year playing NHL DFS, and I don't overthink some of this stuff. And I just go, I'm just going to play. I look at the optimal, right? The optimal, which doesn't include correlation or anything. The optimal is like 116.85 right now. Yeah. I'm like, I'm I'm barely ever playing lineups that are less than 10 points below that. You don't need to in hockey. Right. Right. So it's like if 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 going from McKinnon to Kucherov for barely any price difference knocks off four points of projection, like it what ends up happening is I end up playing like all the chalky value pieces in my lineup just to keep my projection up. And it's like I'd rather just like why don't I just play Nathan McKinnon and just I could I could find a way to get ownership in multiple spots elsewhere. You're just dropping too much for yeah. the smaller field types of contests. Right. Now, if you told me Pasternak was going to be sixty percent owned in the in the two twenty two, then that's a different story. But <laughs> right, it, right, I I get the sense. Obviously, my limited sample size of like maybe thirty to forty slates, it just doesn't. I expect it to happen, and then it just doesn't happen. It just goes, oh, it's kind of like spread out a lot. Like I, yeah. even Connor McDavid is four percent owned. Yeah, even you're going to see Nylander is three percent owned, and like, yeah, like okay, so I don't need to. I don't need to make absurd types of projection sacrifices in order to win these things. Right. You're you're not going to see much condensed ownership tonight. <sighs> Cheap goalkeeper. Vimelka, Vegmelka, is he is he the um, you're talking about Florida, right? Yeah. Vel Velmelka, maybe. Um yeah, maybe Igor seventy nine, Jari seventy nine, Belmelka seventy two. I think Sorokin at seventy three might be a good GPP play against Colorado. You should see a ton of volume. Um, yeah, I'm not paying over eight K for a goalie. I can tell you that much. Well, the larger the larger the slates get, this is very similar in soccer with goalkeeper. In general. The smaller the slate is, the more you should prioritize the win bonus. Right. The larger the slate is, the more you should prioritize finding some cheap goalkeeper that's gonna right. You don't you may not right. even know which one it is, 
But there's going to be two or three cheap goalkeepers that put up 20-plus points. And there's enough of them to choose from that just find them. It's just right. that when they, when there's only three or four games, sometimes there's none of them. Sometimes none of them happen. And you might, might as well just take, like, the safe 15, 16 points from, like, a favorite goalkeeper and be done with it. Because there's only so many. To, there's not as many to choose from, and they're all going to be decently owned. Right. I don't see any. Do you think any goalkeeper on this slate is going to be more than 10% owned? No, I don't. There's going to be a lot of like six, seven, eight percent goalies. Right. But I just get the sense that that Vigmelka is going to be, if you're going to pay down, you're probably playing there because I don't think Florida is going to be very owned. And I'm assuming that the home goalkeeper against a team that, you know, Florida could take a whole bunch of shots, right? Oh, yeah, wise. definitely. Definitely. Right? Yep. And then, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to play Igor. And whenever I play Igor, he gives up uh, four goals and gets pulled. Me too. That's, that, that's just, it always happens. It's just, yep. I never get Me his too. good games. I always get his bad games. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> How about Mark andre Fleury pairing him up with the, with the, the wild players? I mean, he's eight. How much is he? Eight. Uh, it's too. It's too much. Too expensive for me. It's a good spot, but, though. Uh, Jerry and Igor are a hundred cheaper, and it's like, no, that, that, that's fine. But the extra hundred for Flurry. Is... I, I I just have a rule. I never go eight k or above. <laughs> do you set that in lineup HQ? Oh, you you hand build, so I hand build. You can do that in lineup HQ. Yeah, I never go over eight k. So anything else on the slate that uh, and that we should know about? Are we are we so. are we waiting for any injury news or is there anything that we have that I mean it seems like for 26 teams on the slate I don't think there's anything like where it's like oh this guy may not play maybe a healthy scratch or this guy maybe other than the Brian Rust thing other than the Brian Rust thing I don't think so. We already know that Kaprizov is out for Minnesota. So yeah. And I always want to promote our uh NHL prop model, which is tied to our projections. Yeah. You can get this separately as part of our uh, uh, pick them and props and pick them package, yep. uh, which uh, we were running a sale. It's still, even if it's on, if it's off sale, it's still too cheap. And uh, you can download our projections, statistical projections and use them any way you want. So I can download yep. them and I could work with them in Excel and I could go to all the sports books, all the pick them sites and do whatever I want. But if you're not betting as much in volume or something like that, and you just want like, here's the top 20 edges or something based on our, our projections, based on what lines are currently up on books, right? Because right. I, I, I'm guessing that the shot props may not be up because they're not being listed here. Like, you just go to the top 20 and see and just go there. You're probably betting on DraftKings. That DraftKings tends to have the, 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 the softest lines. Yeah. You can just go here. And, you know, I showed on yesterday's show, Tim, I literally did it live on the show, and I said, "Here, I'm just going to go because we only had one game yesterday, so it was easy." Right. I just like go. It's like one of the top ones. I just went on DraftKings and I went ding, 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 thirty bucks each, and and I ended up losing money. But I mean, you'll have <laughs> losing days, of course, right? But I mean, it, typically, the, you know, my my ROI in NHL props hovers between eight and twelve percent. Right. So, like, if I'm able to get down, like. Two thousand dollars in in NHL props on a given day, spread out amongst. I mean, some days I may have a hundred. You know, mm -hmm. some somewhere between sixty and a hundred. Sometimes even more. 
I mean, an 8% edge on $2,000 in volume is is what? I mean, we're, we're talking about $160. Right. That's good. Right. 8% and you know how long ROI, ROI is good. Right. And you know how long it takes me? It takes me like 20 minutes. Right. Right. So like, that's why I say my, my hourly rate is like $600 an hour on NHL. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing great. I just wish there were more games so I could put in more bets. Right. But you could do that here on uh, the, the prop model. We also have pick them. We have everything. If you're doing, uh, you know, the prize picks underdog, same thing for the DK pick six. If you have a state that has pick six available on draft. Are you in a state that has that? No, not yet. No, not yet. Not either. Right. And you could do an NBA. I don't think that they don't have NHL ones yet. But uh, but yeah, we have that as well. So that's part of our props and pick them package, which is also part of our premium. I mean, if you're a premium member here at Roto Grinders, you get this as it is. So join, click on that link in the description, get $10 off your first month. And Tim, what other NHL content is coming out today for premium? Uh, should be slate summary, uh, expert survey, and we'll be in the Discord all day for any questions that you guys have or any news. Any questions at all? Any questions. Any questions at all? Who's playing? Yeah. Who's in? Who's out? Right. What lines are you targeting? Anything? I mean, it's it's, Anything. it's a pretty just, healthy community. Just ask us. Community. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's and a other great people love, channel. We, there and also there are a lot of people. If you go to the Roto Grinders NHL rankings, there's a lot of people in there that are in the upper echelon yep. of the oh, yeah. of the rankings there. So it's not it's not yep. just not just uh, you know Tim and Taylor and and Dane and occasionally right. me or that they're actually, you know, there are other yeah. very top NHL DFS players in there. And everyone's yep. pretty, fr- even though we're all competing against one another, still pretty friendly. It's very friendly. Yep. So you could follow Tim at Tasteful Tides on Twitter. You got, you. are you going to be on NBA? Are you, are you going to be on NBA tonight also, Tim? I don't think so. Not tonight. Right. I was on last A lot of times you are. Right. Yeah. We got NBA tonight. Right. We got. Yep. We've got stuff. We, yeah. got, we got NFL coming up. We'll be doing a yep. preview, week 18 preview tomorrow. Yep. Then uh then third there's no Thursday night game, right? I don't think so. I don't think so. So maybe I don't know. I don't know what the schedule is, but there is NHL on Thursday. Oh yeah. Okay, so maybe yep. we'll be talking more about NHL on Thursday as well. Friday GPP uh strategy for the week 18 slate. Uh Squirrel Patrol will be back on for that so uh so hit that subscribe button if you're new here hit the notification the notification bell hit everything on your screen hit the notification bell hit the like button nice free content here helps us out in the algorithm hit that thumbs up button and uh and like 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 i say i'm playing all these nhl contests tonight so if you're in my contests i i I hope you're not playing the same lines as me and i wish the worst of luck to you right I hate when people, Tim, I hate when people say, say, oh, good luck to you. It's like, well, we're competing against one of them. Right, right. Right, right. Like, if I I was playing your contest, it's like, no, no, I actually, I want you to come in second. Right. Which is fine. You'll take second. Second is is fine. Right. Right. My attitude is, is if I come in first, I wish second upon all of you. Right. And if you come in first, Tim, I'm going to, you'll, you'll obviously have no problem with me taking second. You can get second. I can. Yeah. But one of us should get first. That's right. right. Fight a choice between one of us and other people. I want one. I'm of us still. First. I'm still rooting for me, Blunder. But you, you're at least rooting for me second as the second. Yes. Yeah. 
close. It's not a. It's not a very close second though. No, it's quite far away second. It's Actually, the difference far. between first and second is probably way farther than the difference between second and five hundredth. Right. <laughs> uh okay. So uh, take care of everything. Go into the Discord, rotogrinders.com slash Discord. Remember, it's free. It's free. Join us in there, and I'll see you tomorrow because I'm always here. Monday through Friday, 11 o'clock Eastern, talking about all things you're thinking about in Daily Fantasy, props and pick them on Roto Grinders today. <laughs>